Welcome to Mom is Home with the River. Hey y'all, welcome to Rome's home and happy fourth Sunday of Advent. Yeah, Christmas is so close. It flew by. I think, it, do we, does, not, does everyone say that every single year, like it's flying by? I think maybe that's the thing when you get older, just life is flying by you like every second. And a lot happened this year too, so. Actually in two months, yeah, I'll be 31. <laughs> All right, I was just 30 yesterday. You old man. Actually, I was... Five yesterday, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 30s, eh? I'm still in my 20s. Oh, yeah. You gotta, for a year and a half. You're still, you're still in there, man. You've been in your 20s for the last ever. Seriously, it feels for, like you've been stuck in that like age group for a while. I think 30s, um, it's a turning point. It's a maturing point. But okay. I like being 20 because... It's true. You know, I, say, I tell people, uh, you know, I have two kids. I moved from... Montreal to Calgary to Houston to Ontario, Ontario to Italy and you know I'm 28. You know, no biggie. <laughs> no, yeah. Classy. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. But once it's you're okay. th- once you're third, it's like psh, that's right. Join, you're an adult. Join the club. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you think you're special? Yeah. So Joe, you're on vacation. Yay! Oh yes. I can sleep in in the morning. Yes, yes. Because you take care of the girls and you make them pancakes. That's true. You're such a good father and husband. Well. I make pancakes because I also like them, so I'm, you can take it down a notch. But yes, I'll I'll take any credit you give me. I do I do like pancakes. I don't know what it is. It's 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 a it's a perfect meal. It's it's fun. We have an, um this dish in um in Polish. It's called it's called klutzki, But basically, what it is, it's flour like a flour and egg pasta that basically you add into boiling milk and you kind of cook it, and you have this thing. And I kept on telling Jimmy, I'm like, this is so healthy for you. You know, it's got it's got protein, it's got fat. It's it's flour, milk, egg, egg sugar, sugar. And you're like, what did you say to that? Oh, that's basically cake. It's basically a cake. So you just <laughs> ruined <laughs> by super healthy Glutsky. Anyways, I love it. But anyways, yeah, I do like making pancakes. It's it's my it's my thing. So And the girls love it. I mean Teresa, every time I took her into bed at night, she says Okay, when I wake up, okay, in her baby language, basically what she's saying is, when I wake up, I'm going to say, Daddy, Daddy, can you make pancakes? <laughs> Every night, seriously. All right, so let's recap. What what were we, what did we do on the beginning of the week? Beginning of the week, maybe I'll start start kicking us off here. We went to the uh, doctors. Our first time visiting a doctor, um, our friends recommended someone just off Roma San Pietro station. So there was this German doctor. Um, I believe he's Catholic. Yeah, yeah, he is. I think it's confirmed. Uh, super friendly person. I, I've had this on and off sinus stuff uh, that I've been trying to treat. Um, it kind of goes in waves. It's one of those, I, I think all of us maybe have some of these things, like this reoccurring thing that maybe we don't like, oh, it's there, but I'm surviving. Like, I'm not dying with this, but... For me, it kind of gets to the point sometimes where I just get like really bad headaches. And just when I'm studying with philosophy and stuff, very difficult to not be in tip-top shape mentally to be able to look at that. So, And you were taking Advil yeah. to counter that. And you were taking a lot of Advil and I didn't like it. 
Yeah. We really didn't know. Should, yeah, maybe you should get it checked out just in case. So We really didn't know. But so you yeah. went to see that doctor? and Yeah, and basically, like, it was actually the first time a doctor, you know, actually looked at my nose. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny, but in Canada, every single time I went, no one ever looked at my nose. Um, he looked at my sinuses. He had these cool little devices. I think... Like a sonogram, I think. Correct, used, yeah. yeah. He had all sorts of... He had a, a nose probe with a camera. Nice. So he could see inside and everything. Clearly, I think he was very well set up to do sinus stuff. Like he had this whole setup. And I think well, that's probably he, a big issue here. He's a private doctor. I think that has to be said. So in Italy, yes. you have the choice to go to the public sector, which we can't go because we don't have our card yet, or go to the private sector. And you, you have usually, the option. Yeah. yeah, in Italy, you have the option. And um, it's usually well, you know, much faster and you get a better service in the Oh, private yeah. system oh, right? and they actually look at your symptoms like it's crazy and we have private health insurance for the next year so we decided this was the time to do it right bottom line excellent doctor you know he he basically said oh, he speaks english too he speaks english german and italian so he's he's a rock star yeah basically he said he gave me three options and this is the first time like he kind of walked me through it he says the cheapest cost effective option dun dun dun, dun nasal spray okay but he actually did he was actually the first one to actually explain to me mm-hmm. um it's better than advil first of all because he actually understood my regime he's like yeah use this and he kind of said that i could adjust it to the point where once the inflammation calms down i may not need to use it every day some people he say uses the they use the spray once a week you know just to kind of calm down any of the inflammation that happens and he says, honestly, a lot of people just get through that. There's no addictive issues with it. There's um, there's no like long-term effects. People, like it's been well studied that you can use this for a long-term thing. And I was like, well, you know, because I was flushed. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to give me nasal spray. Well, he gave me nasal spray in like the most like common, like well-said way that I could have asked for. Right. You know, and that was that was reassuring and stuff. And of course, he recommended two other options, more money and stuff like that to figure it out. But I also like that too. Like he says, we can figure out the root cause of the inflammation because this won't solve the inflammation, which is always the issue. It just calms that, calms it down. But he says, if you have, if it gets worse or you have, you know, if you have the money to burn, uh, we can do blood work, all these things, uh, MRI of your, of your, of your face. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but anyways, I was, so that was, that was good. And maybe you could share. Yeah, no, the good thing about this doctor is that he took a lot of time with you, right? Oh, like yeah. a, I an think hour and 15. An yeah. hour and a half even almost. But he had this very quaint little waiting room set up. They even have a, they even have some kind of pen with a lot of toys. So you just open the little pen door and you put the girls inside and you close the pen. You lock them in and throw away the you key. You lock them in. And a lot of really good toys, a lot of Catholic books about saints. It was really, it was really neat. Oh, you didn't tell me that. You had books about saints? Yeah, in English and Italian and German, of course. There you go, Yeah, man. that was so cool. And Italy. the girls, and he, he also had that little, um, um, little um, case full of doctor's um, tools, like as, oh, as, yeah. as toys. So oh, Teresa nice. was like giving monica like shots of something it was hilarious that's awesome it was really great and he also had free wi-fi so i was watching netflix as the girls were playing and i was telling joe this is like we should just come here this is better than our house (laughs) yeah we don't have free wi-fi and we don't have a pen we don't have a pen which would be nice yeah so that it was pretty cool the hour and a half flew by honestly and it was it was funny just he was asking me a lot of questions like you know what has your health been with this stuff? Are you allergic to anything? And then he kind of started asking, what did you study? Oh, I studied, you know, chemical engineering. And then I worked as an engineer. Then I worked at a church. Like, okay, what are you studying here? I'm studying philosophy. He's like, okay, where? At the Angelicum. 
He's like, how are you doing this? I'm like, what? <laughs> so are you? I'm like, oh, well, I, I saved a lot of money. I sold my house and I'm able to afford this. So, okay, okay. But it was just funny. Like he's building this pro. Like it wasn't just he, he wants to know like what the heck is happening in your life. So it's, well, I think, it's, um, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty like a full holistic approach. Like what the heck is happening? Everything. And, and one of our friends said also that um, if he knows that you're a student and you don't necessarily have income, he's going to make a discount for you, which uh, he totally did. Which he did, which was very He totally did. Was, 50% off everything. Which was great. So fantastic experience. Yeah. Just yeah. a little side note, but um, I went to the pharmacy to get your nasal spray. Oh, yeah. And Italy has a lot of problems, but I really love the cultural Catholicism. Um, so this farm is just right around the corner here, literally two minute walk. Um, it's called Saint Therese of Lisieux yeah. Pharmacy. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Then I walk in and I give them the prescription and it's like, oh, look, there's a picture of St. Cosma. Oh, did you know that St. Cosma and St. Damien, uh, one was a pharmacist, one, one was a doctor and um, blah, blah, blah. She's like, talks to me about that. It's also St. Raphael, the archangel. He's a patron saint of something related to medicine. Who, where else in the world can you have chit chat about the patron saints of stuff? Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, it's it's it's... It's cultural Catholicism 2.0. Like it's not, it's, yeah, it's not like Quebec where I guess you hear about it maybe through swear words like, oh, okay, people know about the faith. Right, and street names and stuff. Street name, like it's, you hear regular people talking about it. It's like, oh, okay. And people go to mass too. I think a lot of people do, but in Quebec, they they just don't. So So no, it's, it is. It is 2.0, you're right. It's it's a 2.0 system. Um. Okay, maybe we can chat about quickly. We went to St. Peter's very quickly, saw the nativity scene. Yeah. That was nice. The, the Christmas setup. I, I saw pictures at night that it was much more beautiful. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but we're going to post a picture on Patreon of uh, of us there. Yeah, it was nice. It, it was a perfect day. Not sunny, but not cold. And not busy. So we could walk around and not busy. Not too busy. So we could walk around quite easily. We had porchetta sandwich, finally. Yeah. And... Um, and yeah, that was that was good. I mean, overall, what do you think? It was uh, it was very good. I mean, you've you've been dying to have a porchetta sandwich for a long time, and um, we had a regular one and one with a pickled eggplant and um, sun dried tomatoes. The pickled very eggplant good. was probably the one of the best eggplant ways to eat eggplant I think yes. I've had yet. Yes, it was very good. Surprising. I don't. I Perfectly didn't know what to balanced. expect. Yeah, it was a good, and we just with the sandwich. Very nice. Yeah, everybody ate it up. It was really good. And the service was great there too, so I didn't mind ordering. Oh, they spoke English, so that's... A little bit, yeah. Just just to get you through the door, like, you can get number one, number two, porchetta. It's like, well, thank you. Like, that helps truly <laughs> right. narrow it down. Right. And then, yeah, so that's, that was Monday. Pretty epic. Um, Thursday. Thursday, we have some we... good news, some, some, some good positive news. Yes. So we told you that Joe was official resident, but we needed some kind of certificate to get my process starting. So we went back... Got a little bit of a mix-up where to go, and that lady said, cool. no, I can do it for you. You have to go there. And, of course, it's fine. It's not It job, is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. So I go to this man. I had to explain it. It was a little complicated, but anyway, we got it done again. So now we have your little have certificate. official paper. You are officially a resident of Santa Marinella. So with that, I think I can get my... Carta d'identità. And your health card as well. Health card, carta d'identità. And just the most important part, we can start your process. Yes. So maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Yes. So I had to go to the Italian post office to get the packages uh, 
that I have to fill out for me and for the girls. You, you heard that correctly. We have to go to the post office. It's not in the government office. No. You have to go to the post, post office. office. And you don't get your Marco de Bolo at the post office. You get it at the... Tobacco shop. Tobacco shop. Just <laughs> keep write this down. This is this is how it is. So continue. Right, right. And um, and then I have to fill that up, and I have to give all of our information, you know, our marriage certificate, because basically what's going to happen is I think you're going to claim us as your family Correct. because you're European. You're allowed to be here, and us as your family, that's how we're allowed to stay here without a visa. So we're going to have to give all of our information: birth certificate, marriage certificate, proof of sufficient funds all these things all that stuff but then i was looking at the, the papers and it's so thick y'all it's so thick and i was looking at it in italian like i can do this but then i texted a friend of mine who's almost exactly the same situation one european one not and uh, she said she's gonna help me fill out the paperwork fantastic oh i'm so grateful sigh of relief eh? right right so so that's gonna yeah I, I I'm not as stressed anymore. So we I have to fill out those stuff. Then bring it back to the post office. Correct. At the post office, they're gonna check if I have everything, and then they're gonna give me a little receipt with a date and appointment for the Questura, which mm -hmm. is the um, police station. Yes. And there, that's probably gonna be in, like months from now. And there, they're gonna take my fingerprints. Uh, they're gonna. And know. we hope it goes well. I mean. we, we hope it goes well. And then, assuming everything goes well, fingerprints, everything. And then we'll get our permesso di soggiorno, carta di soggiorno, which is our, our long-term residence status. No, no, not a residence. Long-term permit to stay yes. for me and the girls. Yes. Once we have that, then we can start the residency process like we did for you. So go back to the Anagrafe, which Wait, is the city we, office. Uh, yes, this uh, is how it works. It's uh, very complicated. You need your permesso di soggiorno? I need soggiorno. my permesso di soggiorno. That doesn't I, count as res like the residence? No, oh, so it's, it's like not resident. It's like an upgraded... It's a permit to stay in Italy without... Well, it's just a permit to stay. So okay. with this, I'm allowed to stay in Italy. Okay. But I need to give my residence in Santa Marinella. And then from there, I, I'll be able to have health card and everything else. Jeez, so we Louise. need to start the process that we did for you, but for me and the girls. So that's going to be fun. But I'm learning so much too. Months from now. So we shall see. And I guess for Teresa, well, I guess what's the, she has a few things before we can kick her off to school, right? Yes. I have to go get her vaccination um, recognized by the vaccination office i don't know if they'll be able to do it maybe i'll have to ask a translator to translate them a certified translator yeah so i'm gonna go there tomorrow and see how that'll work and um and then i'll go back to the school and ask them if that'll be sufficient because they also asked for her residency papers which she we doesn't have, have. no so we'll see if that'll be enough for them and if they're okay with that as long as the process is you know, kicked you know kicked off kicked yes off then she'll probably be able to start school in january exciting yeah exciting and i guess i mean to wrap up this half christmas prep where are we i mean we well we actually this is actually the first time we ever got a tree for ourselves because normally for christmas our tradition for the last five years back home was we go to either your place or my place yeah it changes every we year never, we alternate and we never i mean we could have got a tree in delhi but yeah. i guess we didn't with kids i don't know we just we didn't do it 
uh, it would have to be worth it. I mean, for me, it would have to be a natural tree. And we were always gone for weeks. We were on gone end. for like two weeks or something at a time. Yeah, we weren't even yeah. home or anything no. at that point. So. And honestly, I suck at this. I know I'm the wife. I'm the woman. I need to love decoration and stuff. But I just don't. I just don't. I hate it. I'm not good. I wish I didn't have to do it. Um, I think we'd rather buy food with that decoration money. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Joey. I'm so glad I'm married to but, you. But 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 the same but, but the same time we. But it's we for the girls, we, we right? Both, it's it's probably more for them. It's than for anything. the girls because yeah. you want them to have the experience. And honestly, we bought a tiny little tree, and then I bought some tiny little decorations, and we put them up on Saturday. And Teresa was so happy. How many times did she tell you, "Look, Daddy, it's Christmas"? How does she say in French, "Je l'aime" tree? Like, where she, she keeps on saying she loves the tree. She keeps on saying she loves she the tree. She loves the tree. She says she loves me, then she loves the tree. Perfectly equal. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, she was really happy. So only for that, I, I could see the purpose of it. So we have a tiny little tree. A tiny little um, native. Um, it's in a giant walnut. Yes. <laughs> Mary, Jesus, Joseph. We've sort of picked that up, and we have a wreath that's just plain. Empty. But, <laughs> but the way I see, it, and I told my siblings this too, um, we went from zero to something. Which, mm-hmm. as I as I said, this is an infinite improvement. Okay, not many people can do an infinite improvement. Yes. We have achieved this in our life in this one year, so I'm I'm happy with the I result. I am happy. And then we have our, our plan set up. So on the, what we're going to do on the 24th. Um, because, you know, Polish culture and Quebec culture, it's both celebrated on the 24th. So we had to fight it off a little bit. But it's okay. It makes more sense for Joe's celebration to be on the 24th because it's Vigilia. It's a Polish tradition. And then on the 25th, we're going to have a more Quebecer meal. And then on the 26th, we're going to hang out with fa- uh, friends. So it's all exciting. So busy, busy next few days. Now listen to the melody Maybe it come from me And I can sing like Buddy Nelly I think it's plain to sing Some people say that the great Being in, in Rome doing philosophy is I really enjoyed I actually have this little tiny book where I sort of document sort of thoughts that come up as time goes on. I think it's very important to do that. I think it's very important to discuss philosophical things. I think, philo- I mean, if you, anyone's considering, one thing I do really appreciate, it's that you try and try and find a way to discuss these things. And it's, it's, it is surprisingly difficult because I think everyone comes with different ambitions. You know, there are different ages, different things to conquer and all that. So it may not be straightforward, but I think if you're able to, I think it's definitely something to to bear in mind. Philosophy shouldn't be sort of done in a, a silo. It needs to be kind of you know discussed. I mean, this is how a lot of things are are uh, are are grown and stuff. I mean, one thing that I've been really reflecting on and been chatting with Shunviev about this today is this idea of why is it so difficult, or why is doing you know quote unquote good things difficult? You know, it's. When we hear, and maybe Genevieve can attest to this, when you hear, you know, that uh, it's good, you know, it's good to pray, it's good to kind of practice virtue because, you know, it's good for you, you know, it's 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 good for you. Um, I think we're all like that, not just you, but it's it's when people tell us these things, it's like, no, well, of course not. Why would I want to do something like, again, if we look at the four moral virtues, you know, temperance, prudence, you know, justice and fortitude. Why would I want to do any of these things when I can just sit down and obtain a good, such as a bag of chips, TV, mm-hmm. with very little effort, mm-hmm. and I have achieved the good or a good uh, instantaneously? Why would I want to strive for something that you're telling me is better? But when I started, 
I mean, for anyone who's tried to do something, you know, that requires effort, starting it sucks, okay? But we all experience that when we, in our lives, when we, um, when we work for something, whether short-term or long-term, like I'm, you know, thinking someone who's practiced piano all their life and, you know, all of a sudden by, you know, 10 years later, they're really good. I'm sure a lot of these people reflect like, wow, that was actually awesome that I went through that 10 years, even though probably for the most part, a lot of people are probably unhappy doing that. And I mean, same thing too with, you know, school and university. You do it for four years, it kind of sucks. But at the end of the day, what you're left with is a job. You've you've achieved something, right? So I think it's in in reality, as much as we, you know, this, this will tie in maybe why maybe virtue isn't so as appealing as say these other things. But we know from experience that to obtain a better good requires a little bit of effort. I mean, I mean, from experience, we all know like, sitting down, you know, it's, it'd be, it's what you, you think about it like this, I, this life where you're just enjoying these simple pleasures, eating like constantly and watching TV. It sounds maybe right for the instant, but I think, you know, we all kind of feel the next day kind of like, I've feel horrible because I've eaten so much or I've like, I've wasted so much time and I've, yeah, you know, not, not even the next day. It's just this feeling of like, Oh, this, this is not solving anything. It's yeah. No, it's, you almost, it's weird, like these things almost dig you further yeah. into a pit. When hey, yes, the pit, the dreaded pit. But the world's saying, hey, no, these are these are things. You know, that's fine. You just stay in your pit. You know, I understand the appeal of the pit. I mean, it's great. You don't have to really. It requires the minimalist amount of energy um, on yourself in order to obtain, you know, a, a good you believe to that will keep you satisfied. But we know that these things, they never satisfy. It's weird how their effect is never long lasting and all that. Um, I th- I think I think that the, the challenge here is, and where I'm kind of trying this into, it's that there are certain goods that are, I just find this interesting that we can actually think about these things that we're told all our life. Yeah, if you work hard, you know, you do this, this and that, you'll get a good job. If you study hard, you'll get a, you get into a good school, you get scholarships and all these things. We, we've believed this and followed this very much closely in most of our, in all of our lives. In some ways, I mean, our faith is like that too. You know, when, when people, when people kind of ask you, why are you doing this? What is this? Well, it's, it's a similar thing, except only the fruit that we're looking for will not be really achieved in this life. It's sort of this, um, yeah, we're working towards this and kind of following this difficult path, not for any sort of reward now, but of the promise of the reward afterwards, you know, it's pretty, I, I don't know, I was just very profound, like blown away by that, where it's, people can kind of say, well, why are you, why are you guys sacrificing all these things and, you know, not enjoying life as it comes right now, but, you know, just, why don't you just indulge? Well, nobody really just indulges. We know that that's not people. All people, we we do strive for like short term goals, and we do like achieving it. We just believe and firmly believe that, uh, especially based on Christ's promise, that there are higher goods. And of course, the highest good that we believe is is eternal life. Except the demands. Um, it's it's one thing to kind of you know say well after four years I can tangibly see and obtain potentially this degree I can see progress in all that I do. Truly, to work for the salvation I think is 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 it's, it's extremely difficult in that. I think a lot of people maybe struggle with that they don't tangibly see fruits along the way. Some do. I think people, if you really look hard on your life and you know yourself well, you do see fruit. But I think it makes it it's it's. And maybe you can speak to this. It's very unexciting, right? Like I think all of us have experienced like prayer is boring. Reading this stuff is boring. 
I'm not seeing immediately the fruit that I want to see versus any other short-term things like cleaning a house, really, in an hour you can clean a house and actually kind of feel good about yourself. Well, because I, I believe that some people are are more pragmatic than other people. For me, and I think I've mentioned it before, but for me, prayer is so, I don't know how to say it, like so theoretical. I don't see the person I'm talking to. I don't, you know, I, I kind of see the, the the consequences of it in my life, but it, it's... It just feels so weird to talk to someone I can't see. Whereas, as you were saying, you know, cleaning, you see the results. Talking with you, you're right there. Like, we have a back and forth. So, I, I just, I I think it's harder for me to um, conceptualize all of that. Correct. And I think that's, but you make a good point. I think the, the challenge is, and I think, the, but what do we do in any situation? I mean, like parents, for example, they kind of tell you work hard and do all this. They they try and discipline us and they try and instill virtue in us. And, and, and we say, why? Well, because it's going to be good for you. It's like, okay. Or, well, okay, says who? Well, they say based on their experience or this even idea of, um, you know, people, of course, have issues with the church, you know, on premarital sex. It's like, why not? Well, because, you know, that's what the church teaches. But there's also some profound wisdom in that, and that it'll also probably be a very strong foundation for a marriage later on mm -hmm. where you're not having these things. It's like, okay, a lot of these things, I mean, whether any non-believer, atheist, or anything like that also kind of lives in a sense where they're following the wisdom or guidance of someone else who's kind of promised them, listen, okay, you want to change the world, you have to go study, you have to do all these things. And for the most part, all of us, again, we put our faith into this, that this person is telling us the truth. And we proceed down that way. Uh, the faith is very similar in that, except it's it's a very it's a very different promise in that. Firstly, it comes from God, and then secondly, it promises something that's for the most part beyond us here. I mean, the, the promise is you know not for lavishness and and comfort and glory in this life. It's for the next. It's it's an epic promise, right? But again, it's someone telling us, listen, there's a greater promise. I'm sh I'm telling you that there's something beyond this. And again, faith its faith is exactly that. It's trust in the promise that this person has revealed to us and saying, okay, I believe in that promise. I don't think it's, people make it seem like it's such a wild thing to do that, but we all, and there's no other way. I mean, we wouldn't proceed, you know, very initially without having faith in parents, in teachers, mm -hmm. and all these things. The question is, where do all these things aim? You know, it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of I think a lot of times then, you know, the aim or, the, you know, the result might be get money, You know, so you can enjoy life, retire, and then die. Like, it's very short-term, tangible, pleasure-based pleasure, pleasure things, as I kind of discussed. Right? You get more money so you can kind of relax, travel, see the world. And once you've seen the world, I don't know what you do at that point. The world's not that big of a place. It's, yeah. it's even sort of small for us, considering where we've been around. We've sort of been around in some ways. Um, life very quickly becomes, you know, I don't know, but I guess it can become boring in that sense. And then... Well, it's always, you always have to look for the next goal and strive for the next goal and the next goal. I think that, I, I think that's how I would do things if I didn't have my faith. Yeah. Something that keeps you going. So I just, I, I think all, all this is, is just really an observation that, you know, there are, there are, there are like, I guess, and Aristotle uh, notes this really in his, uh, his ethics, that there are, there are grades of goods, There is sort of the basic goods, which he would say most people strive for is just mere pleasure. I mean, life is just merely a, a source of pleasure. Um, some people will strive for more other things like, you know, virtue, honor, um, you know, some intellectual fruits and stuff like that, which he says is a higher fruit. 
And then for him, lastly, the last fruit for him was contemplation. You know, it's interesting. Like, I, I think it's, it's the whole point of this really is that, you know, the, the, the good, the good, and he kind of highlights like the good for some reason is difficult to obtain, but a lot of it, it requires us to kind of, you know, even Aristotle, for example, like you almost have to take his word for it that he's, he's generally telling you as someone who's gone through experience, like, listen, okay, as someone who's kind of overcome a lot of these things, like it's worth it. And I think the one thing I kind of just want to wrap up here was with someone, my Saint, Saint John of the Cross, you know, uh, one of my favorite saints in uh, the Ascent of Mount Carmel, book one, chapter 13, I think he sort of lays down the groundwork of what is this, what is this awesome thing that can await someone who follows, you know, has trust, uh, but, and it kind of paves, paves this road out where the road that I'm asking you to go up, you know, you know, let's use the analogy of going up Mount Carmel is very difficult and you have to really, like, it's extremely difficult what he's asking for, but he's like, listen, Okay, and this is the exciting part. He's like, listen, if you can, at least the exciting part for me, <laughs> maybe not for everyone else. It's kind of like, dude, who cares? But no, seriously, he's, he kind of paves this like there is this there is this freedom and happiness you'll get as you kind of become more and more detached from the world and more attached to God. It's profound, but it's the same thing too in a sense as some some holy, wise, loving man is kind of telling us, look, you know, I imagine him being higher up on the mountain, looking down at us, just trying to etch away like, hey, dude. It's a very difficult. It's very difficult to obtain the good, but it is worth it. We know it from experience that even small goods that require a little bit of effort are difficult, but they're worth it. This is the greatest good. Okay, you know, it requires the greatest amount of belief and trust in that. But I think from the people we know and from the saints and from Christ's words Himself, I think it's definitely something seriously worthy to consider to um to follow. So let's wrap it up. Remember to follow us on Facebook, on Patreon, to pray for us, to leave reviews. Next time you hear us, it would have been Christmas already. So happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. And well, I guess we'll reach out to you just before New Year's. So have, everyone have a great and blessed Christmas day. God bless. Bye. Yeah.